Cause there ain't no party like a J party. You already know what it is. It is what it is. What it ain't. <laughs> what is up, uh, dog? Do you know what we're here for? We're here for the top ten. Your top ten. My top three off the dome. Uh, movies of the decade. Correct. The movies we are discussing today are the. For me, the list is going to be the top 10 movies <clears throat> that most res- resonate with me, personally. Mm-hmm. And they could change any day of the week. You know, this list might change. You know, this is just happening right here, right now. Mm-hmm. Obviously, our taste could change any time. Right. But uh, this is what we got right now. Yes, this and is what we got right now. All of the movies that we're going to be talking about... All of the movies that we are going to be talking about today will be uh, revolving, why is it, oh, sorry, I was like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> it's like, it's little technical difficulties. Damn it. Damn it. <laughs> Alright, we'll just put that at the end, I guess. Okay. <laughs> well, I'll take this guy's over here. Alright, I'll do a, Shout I'll out do to Skyrim. Yeah, I'll do a fresh, what are you talking about? Okay. <laughs> Go ahead and self-serve that. All right. <laughs> Got to rip. Going back to, to the main reason. <laughs> okay, so sorry. Um, we're gonna um, we're gonna do a complete. All right. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Luck Dog Podcast. This is your host Elias Roush. Today we are discussing top ten movies. Of the decade, of course, this is just my take. This is just my personal list. I came came up with it over the last, uh, I don't know, two, three weeks. I've been thinking about doing this podcast for a while. Obviously, these movies are subject to change. My opinions are subject to change. Everything is subject to change. But on that note, who's not subject to change <laughs> on this at this moment is my good buddy, Jay Jermaine. How you doing? <laughs> How's Jay? How's Jay? Uh, everything's good, man. We got Jay on the podcast. Everybody <laughs> has uh, has been following the podcast. Most recognizes Jay's uh, lovely voice from the Once Upon a Time in the Hollywood. Once Upon a Time, uh, when it came out, I remember. Correct. We sat down, talked about it. Did you ever see it? Um, I did not get around to seeing it. So that is a little uh, mm-hmm. something on my to-do list, okay. which which is interesting because the topic of the of the uh, episode is that we're gonna go through a lot of movies throughout the decade. So it'll be nice for me to have a list to kind of go and watch and experience. Yes. So um, we're coming at this pr- podcast from two perspectives. It's going to be one. I'm going to be coming at it from the, I guess, quote-unquote, podcaster critic perspective. People that, you know, go through and watch hundreds of movies a year. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And Jay's going to be coming at this list, uh, giving his top three movies of mm-hmm. the past decade. I would say more um, of a casual right. uh, viewer. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, when you find a good movie, like, that's what it's all about, you know. You, you, once you first see the movie for the first time, you get the feeling of it. And you're like, damn, this is a, a top one automatically or mm-hmm. something like that. So 
that's what I mean. Like casual, but if it's good, of course I'm gonna appreciate it for what it is. So. Right. And once we have this list, kind of, uh, I guess it's going to be a list of possibly 13 total movies. Um, once we have them all written down, uh, maybe we can analyze it and say what makes all these movies, you mm-hmm. know, stand out among this decade. Mm-hmm. So, um, that's a, good, that's a good point. Right yeah. now, it's just we're spitballing. Right. Right. Trying to get a feel. So uh, let's get to it. And um, first up on my list mm-hmm. is uh, an advertisement for AlliceRoseMedia.com. <laughs> Photo, video, digital media. You already know. Plug it. Throw it in. Hey. And check the link below in the description. Check so, it out. Yeah. com. But here <laughs> is... The top 10 movies for me on the decade, starting at number 10 for me. And I guess what we said we were going to have, uh, I was going to just announce my first seven, Seven. and then we're going to go back and forth once we get to three. Yes. Okay, so uh, number 10 for me, Ex Machina. Okay. Have you heard of it? I I have heard, not much, but I have. <clears throat> but what what were your thoughts? What what is it about? First of all, okay. So give me the executive brief. So if I could get this fucking IMDb thing. Sorry. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> so Ex Machina. Yes. Is about a young programmer selected to participate in a groundbreaking experiment in synthetic intelligence hmm. by evaluating the human qualities of a highly advanced AI. And you might recognize this poster from... Whoa! Yeah, yeah. Do you, I do re- now. Do you recognize the yeah, poster? Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. It's directed by Alex Garland, and personally, uh, it stars uh, uh, Alicia Vekander mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Donald Gleason and Oscar Isaac, okay. um, among other people. Okay. Fantastic cast. Amazing uh, performances. It's mm-hmm. a quiet film, but mm-hmm. it's uh, one of the most interesting... F- films I've watched regarding AI. Okay. And that came out in 2014. 2014. And I think it was talking about things regarding, you know, AI that... Some real deep questions. Real deep questions, Mm -hmm. probably earlier than uh, we were thinking. I felt like AI has not been that prevalent. It's in its infancy right now. Right, right. Well, especially... Very early into it. Just... The take on it, I feel like it's right. very uh, ahead of its time. Yeah, it's ahead of its time. Definitely ahead of its time. Um, but that takes a good, uh, an ex- a good way to express it through this film. Is what you're saying, right? And I think the the it's a very quiet and subtle film, but it slowly builds, like unraveling this mystery about what's really going on. Yeah, I think and it's so, kind of like it's kind of like hooked on it. Is Donald Gleason the main character uh, who who goes to this island where mm-hmm. it's basically a Mark Zuckerberg-esque guy mm-hmm. hanging out with this robot that looks like this kind of somewhat, you know, attractive female. Mm-hmm. But also a robot. But also a robot. Yeah, and so it's, it's like, like the weirdest thing. And yeah, just imagine going you know that. So mm-hmm. uh, it's that kind of thing. So uh, let, okay. let me bring you to my next movie number nine number nine directed by noah bombach written by noah bombach released this year a marriage story okay you know i've heard about this one 
Marriage Story 2019 is not exactly what you would think a marriage... It's not a marriage story, it's a marriage story, but what you would think it would be about. Okay. So it's definitely got the relationship dynamics, but from from what I'm looking at, you know, reading your face, you're like, why is Elias putting this on his top mm-hmm. ten of the decade? What puts Marriage Story, which... I would say kind of as a dull title in, in regards of a lot of things. Right. Um, no, I, yeah, I see what you're saying, but yeah. It just sounds a little basic, a little simplistic. Maybe, yeah. But, like, again, it piques my interest. Okay, so, yes. The performances alone are with, worth watching. Mm-hmm. Adam Driver, Scarlett Johansson, um, and there's some amazing cameos that you'll recognize the, the, the people that play mm-hmm. it. It's about the disintegration of a family. Really? And that's what it is about. Yeah. Wow. And it's one of the most brutally honest uh, takes on a marriage that I've ever seen in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, really hits you to the core. I wanted to cry several times throughout the movie. Wow. It was, you know. Those are the mov- moving moving. Movies. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it felt real and they didn't use uh, sex as a way to have these perform have these two actors mm-hmm. uh, feel like they had chemistry. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think that's a spoiler, but yeah, um, they do it through their performances and through the writing and mm-hmm. the direction. I mean, I, at some points, it feels like you are the child watching your parents argue, mm-hmm. and you're physically sitting in the room. That's insane, and. You know, it's one thing to say that, but I mean, to actually, it's like, oh, shit. I see, like, we are immersed. Yeah, it does feel immersive. Yeah. It feels extremely I've had that immersive. feeling before, but I, uh, with older movies outside of this past decade, but that, but yeah, I see what you're saying. Right. And so, this movie takes it above and beyond through the direction, mm-hmm. and, <clears throat> excuse me, um, and just the performances alone are worth watching, and even though maybe you might know how it ends... I was ready to watch it again. Yeah. I was, uh, and I'm ready to put it on my top 10 of the decade. Because Very interesting choice. I, I I don't think I've seen another movie tackle family dynamics like this. In a minute. In a very long time, yeah. if at all. Yeah. And it is, I, you know, granted, it's not like saying uh, you know, racism's difficult in America or anything like that. It's not like it tries to tackle big, broad right. issues like right. that. It's very singularly minded focused right. to these two individuals mm-hmm. that just aren't compatible. Mm-hmm. And it's a beautifully di- disastrous story. Mm-hmm. It's so, a tragedy in there. It is. It is. Uh, what is a beautiful tragedy mm-hmm. in this? Mm-hmm. So number eight. Number eight. What do we got? Number eight. Number eight. Maybe I'll get the title right. I'm pretty sure I said a marriage story when it's just marriage story. People are going to flip one on that. <laughs> Whatever. Um, okay, yeah. number eight. 2017's directed by Andy Muschietti, It. Interesting. Okay, it. so I've seen this one. Number uh, So this is the first uh, movie that I, um, Elias's listener I've seen. So. Yeah, written by Chase Palmer, Carrie Fukunaga, and uh, I think uh, maybe Andy Muschietti, the director, is also written, I think, on it a little bit. No, sorry, he's not. He's no. just directed by it. Okay. Um, Two hours, 15 minutes, in the summer of 1989, a group of bullied kids band together to destroy a shape-shifting monster. 
which mm. disguises itself as a clown and preys on children of Derry, their small main town. So, what a movie. Um, you and I both know all about it. It is on my top ten of the decade, specifically because the performances in the writing and the direction, um, the performances, the, the, the children feel lived in. They feel real. They feel like they've been pals for years. A minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They feel like they have real uh, natural comedic timing. Yeah. Um, they, normally kids are hard to direct, but I feel like Andy Machete nailed it for this first day. Yes, I first agree. Day. I agree. They um, had good chemistry. Now, I have a lot of problems with the second one, so I almost kind of disassociate the first. I didn't see the second, but I heard it was not as good as the as the first. It did it, the 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 problem was be, what makes this it movie 2017 so great, which we did cover in the um back catalog. Mhm. Is it's got to be the direction, it's the performances, it it's the pacing of it, the actual structure of the movie is two hours and 15 minutes. For me, feels like an hour and a half. It breezes by. It's so, it feels so fast. Um, but I, I really like the, uh, it 2017 mostly because the kids and that's, what's lacking in the second one. I think it's the performances along with the, the writing, the writing, yeah, the writing oh, is really sharp in the f- first one because they could do a lot so fast. They could do a lot w- based off how the first this this one ended, right? Well, and because it's, it's based on a book that yeah. they were tied to having their adult selves in the second one. Mm. And I so see. they they made some choices in the second one that made it not so hot. But I would just watch it number one as a standalone film. Oh yeah, and absolutely, I'd, it's a great film, yeah. and the ending is is very. Uh, the twist in there and leaves it kind of hanging right in, in sense of i don't want to spoil it but it, it it's a it's a very kind of dark beginning i remember that was the first thing that was like whoa when right. i watched it was the beginning and well that's the thing is they put children in real adult situations right and they make them have to make decisions that could be potentially life-threatening mm-hmm. absolutely um, so that's why it is number eight. Number seven. Dun, 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 dun. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, I just typed in seven. Whoops. No, it's not seven because that did not come out then. Dun, 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 dun. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, buddy, I really like this one. This one is exciting. Oh, yeah. Wow, it does not have a big rating on there. Oh, interesting. Oh, wow, I did not even realize it. I, I kind of kind of forgot about it. Again, by director Alex Garland. Another one. He had originally directed the Ex Machina. Ex Machina, <clears throat> right, right, right. And then went on to direct, apparently, another one of my favorite that I completely forgot that it was directed by him, Annihilation. Annihilation. So... Both of his movies are written and directed by him, I, th- I believe. Um, the Okay, so Annihilation is based off of a, a, a book. A book, um, okay. And possibly. I'm not sure if Ex Machina is or not. But um, regardless, Ex Machina is a quiet sci-fi film about AI. Mm-hmm. And 
this is a loud film about, I mean, a number of things. Mm-hmm. Um, mostly, mostly troubles and trauma within your own life, but also, you know, just just having struggles through daily life. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what Annihilation is broadly about in a way. Mm. Um, okay. But from a plot perspective, yeah, it's uh, five scientists, all female, um, led by Natalie Portman. Wow. And she's wondering what is going on in this place that is called the Shimmer. The Shimmer. And it's like this big kind of dome thing. It's this field that is covering a segment of, uh, I don't know, near where they live. I don't know. Let's just say it's Arizona or something like that. Yeah. Um, But it's near the beach. So the synopsis is a biologist signs up for a dangerous secret expedition into a mysterious zone where the laws of nature don't apply and dude this was not a movie i was ready for at all <laughs> i was i had heard a couple things like uh you know podcasters like holy shit this is crazy mm-hmm. good this is you know next level i was not prepared for i i wasn't going to say like it was crazy good it was a fucking ride. Mm-hmm. I walked in there and I had my movie pass and that was at the time you just got unlimited movies, say whatever. So I didn't give a fuck what I saw. <laughs> so fuck movie pass at this point because they fucking suck. But, um, <laughs> but they, I got to go to Annihilation. So I hop in there and there's probably three or four other people in the movie theater. And we're all just kind of like sitting there like, oh my gosh, this first five minutes is pretty intense. And as it keeps going, it keeps getting more and more intense. Oh my God. And it's just like level after level of crazy shit. And it's showing (laughs) from a visual standpoint, you're going to see fucking uh, like things transformed, like animals transformed Mm-hmm. When you're within the shimmer, you're going to see worlds transform. You're going to see people transform. Okay. And things happen that are funky and make you act weird when you're in the shimmer. Wow. And so the whole point of her going to the shimmer is, well, her husband was sent to the shimmer. Uh, I see. Oscar Isaac. Oscar Isaac. Play, played by Oscar Isaac. Played by Oscar Isaac. Okay. And he's a soldier in it and he comes back. Mm-hmm. And it's supposed to be kind of a take on a little bit of, you know, PTSD from soldiers coming back from, you know, I guess war war or something Mm -hmm. like that, I guess, which I just thought about that now. But this is is happening. This is happening all at the beginning. Yeah. And so she's like, what is going on with him? Why is he acting so strange? Mm -hmm. So that's why she has to go to the shimmer. Oh, gosh. Investigate what's going on. What's going on in Uh the shimmer. And it was fucking crazy. And it's like you and like four or five other people. Everyone's experiencing this simultaneously. Mm-hmm. Everyone's like, "What the?" Yeah, it's 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 very much like one of any of those, uh, I don't know, like '80s films where it's like, "All right, mm-hmm. we got a group of five guys," or normally it was like five guys or five people. You know, we mm-hmm. got to go into to do something or go into the abyss or something. You know, <clears throat> some crazy shit. Yeah. So I was because of spoilers, I can't say anything else. Right. 
but there were fucking things that happened in this movie <laughs> that made me turn to the guy to, beside me <laughs> that I didn't know and be like, dude! <laughs> and we were just like, holy fuck. Like, I, I swear, the guy beside me, we were just like holding each other. Holy fuck! Yeah. Like, it was intense at oh some point. Oh my God. And I've got to watch it, this it, now. Yeah. It, 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 you know, it's, it's intense. And it gets a little like... Who you know, heebie-jeebie in some points, but uh, annihilation. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. Man. So it, it's so it's adventure, drama, and horror, and I would exactly pinpoint it as all of those because it's a fucking ride of an adventure. There's drama that really brings the senses of these individuals, mm-hmm. you know, and the individual people, but then the horror, the horror is real. Oh, I see, and I feel doing. like movies. T- don't get normally to be an adventure movie and a horror film. Right. You're kind of choosing one or the other in that case. Yeah. And so that's why I got to watch it. Um, let me, uh, hop to the next one real quick. Whoa. Really? I guess that's right. Which number is this? Number six. Okay. And, Due to reasons that if you've already listened to the podcast, you will already know I can't say too much about this movie. Because this movie is a movie you need to know nothing about Mm -hmm. to enjoy the absolute living crap out of it. I mean, it is a holy moly of a ride. Really? Do you remember when you were talking about Okja? Yeah. Do you know the director of that? No, I do not. Bong Joon-ho. Bong Joon-ho. Uh-huh. And I don't even want you to look at the synopsis. Okay. Because I want you to know nothing about this movie. And it's called Parasite 2019. Mm-hmm. And it's, I find it interesting it's uh, classified as a comedy, drama, thriller, but... Once again, that's exactly what it is. And that's basically all I can say about it. Mm-hmm. Because I just want you to watch it. Go in there with no you, knowledge. Yeah, the best thing to do with this movie is to go in there, no knowledge. Okay. You gotta know nothing. About the movie. About the movie. And just watch it for what it is. Mm-hmm. And understand the struggle. Mm-hmm. It'll be immediate what the struggle is. Mm-hmm. Um, but the location plays a major part in this yeah and the you know sometimes that you know uh movies are hopping all around fucking men in black international literally was in italy and in afghanistan and then somewhere else for absolutely no fucking reason they're in parasite they're in this location for a very specific reason Mm -hmm. and they shoot the living shit out of it like the director not literally shoot the lineage, right? But, but footage wise, but footage they they use <laughs> yeah. every inch of this uh, location. This location, wow! And so because of that, because of the way it's shot, because of the twists and turns, dude, I could not tell you the twists and turns. I wish if I kind of want to watch the trailer, but we'll, 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 we'll dude, frame. it's too much. Don't watch it's it. It's too much. Don't watch it. We're advised I, it's I too watch, much. I want you to watch nothing because that's how I was told to do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I would have known just anything about it, I would have been like, okay, I know what to look for a little bit. But it's one of those movies that you just have to watch 
unfold. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it has a beautiful message. I mm-hmm. think that the last third act um, could improve in some areas. But uh, the main thing is it's still one of the movies that have one of the most powerful messages of the decade. Mm-hmm. And it feels important to have on there. Mm-hmm. So let's uh, hop into number five. Number five. Number five. Speaking of mind-blowing movies. Mm-hmm. Jay, what'd you do for the New Year's? I and my girlfriend went to Lenny Boy. Lenny Boy Brewery. Y'all get a little turn? turn? Uh, yeah, a little, we, little we drink. Uh, a pitcher, a little wine, a champagne bottle. And oh, VIP bods. Oh yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah, boy. No, but it was fun. There was a there was a pretty cool uh, band band playing. Okay, so it, was, it was fun. Band playing, Lenny Boy. Yeah, that's pretty good. Any big plans for twenty twenty, real quick? Uh, man, just hopefully get into law school. Okay, there you go. So Better we're call working Jay. on we're Better working call on Jay. that. There you go. Dog. Put that in the oven. There you go. Um, so. That better be the only thing in the oven. I don't know. That is the only thing. Whoa, Jay! Is there anything else in the? Have you no, checked something? No, no, no. Whoa, whoa! Um, but uh, main one is that. That's we'll, solid. Go to law school. So That's solid. We'll, we'll, we'll see by fall. Very good. Well. We'll check back in. We'll check back in in fall. Yeah, we'll check see how uh, better. Tell me what number five is. Number five. I think you might have seen this movie real quick, but or it's not real quick, but (laughs) (laughs) directed by Christopher Nolan. Oh, written by Jonathan Nolan and Christopher Nolan, both brothers. Did not know he directed. Um, Interstellar, twenty fourteen, starring Matthew McConaughey, Anne Hathaway, and Jessica Chastain. Um. This movie came out while I was in college. Yeah. It was kind of one of those movies that I had no knowledge of going in. I was uh, not expecting anything except for the fact that I had seen in, uh, one of uh, Christopher Nolan's previous films, or mo- yeah. many of his previous films are very mind blowing on all levels. And so, I, you know, he has a reputation to, to uphold. Mm-hmm. So. Um, I know Interstellar is not beloved by everybody, but when I went in there and I had the experience of watching Interstellar, a team of explorers travel through a wormhole in space and attempt to ensure humanity's survival. It's kind of like, you know, big spectacle, you know, kind of thing. Kind of surreal. But the mind-blowing elements, the time-shiftiness in this... The ideology on it, I might need to go back and rewatch it, but the way that movie made me feel walking out, I was speechless. That's how you want to feel. And so, I know that it could be improved in some areas, maybe mm-hmm. around the third act a little bit, maybe just kind of uh, tightening up a couple things, but right. it's at sitting at two hours and 49 minutes, it's little thick, but it's not an Irishman at like three hours and 30 minutes or whatever the fuck that was. Or, you know, it's that was a long one. What was it? was over three hours, I think. I think and so. yeah. game was over three hours as well. So it's like two hours, 50 minutes. You just got to make sure everything counts in there. Right. And I, you know, I really do. 
I had a mind-blowing experience when I was... And it's not because of the twist and turns of there. It was because of the, you know, the overall theatrical experience. And if I can re- recall, it had a very 2001-esque vibe. Mm-hmm. I, don't know if, I don't know if... Have you seen 2001? Uh, Like the movie? Yeah. Actually, no. Space Odyssey? It's Oh, yeah, yeah, no, I've seen it. That, 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 that one... Have you seen? You seen that's that? a great movie. Have you seen that? That's, Space Odyssey is yeah. a great movie. Yeah, if that's that, an old school one. Yeah, it, it it kind of evokes that when it comes to some of the cinematography of this in space. Gotcha. So, um, I and, gotta I gotta watch this one, man. Yeah, I'm gonna ask for your list after we're done here. So just right, we'll, we'll, we'll jot it down. Um, number four. Number four. I'm gonna have to do some shiftiness because I kind of moved four on accident. But okay, so number four. Yeah, I'll, I'll, the lists, uh, both of our lists will be in the description below. Number four. What we got? Directed by Martin Scorsese. Oh, this is a big one. Oh, thinking about three-hour movies again. Jesus, all of his movies, I guess, are three hours. Three hours. Um, the Wolf of Wall Street. Oh. 2013. Ooh, okay. I think you've seen this I, one. Honestly, that was my fourth. Was it your fourth? Yeah, I, I will agree with that. That was the fourth. I couldn't figure out what to throw in the fourth spot. But I want to hear your take on Okay, so first of all, based on the true story of Jordan Belfort from his rise to a wealthy stockbroker living the mm-hmm. high life to fall involving, from his high life to his fall involving crime, corruption, and the federal and government. Oh, yes. So, I'd say, up top, I think that this movie does kind of uh, glorify a little bit too much of the crimes that he's committing. And and it makes it look a little bit too much like you're living the life. Right. But, if that's the job of the movie, it does a damn well good job. Very, very well done movie. Classic. I feel like you got to lock me up after the movie because I feel like I just, you know, snorted 10 gator tails after the end of that movie. <laughs> <laughs> it was it just intense. Uh, I see what you're saying about glorified, but yeah, intense I'm, amount. I mean, just what the? It is literally a dome shot mm-hmm. of ass, drugs, money, business, deals, crime. Yeah, all to the dome. Right, right. For three, hours. For three hours, and I've I never, it was three hours. I've never seen anything like that. Great movie, great movie. It's, it's like all of his other movies, but injected on Red Bull vodka, hyped up, very very fast paced, so exciting. Mm-hmm. I'd say, I think the majority of the time when I do watch it, I do feel it sags around the two hour and thirty minute. Mark somewhere yeah. when he's starting to get caught in the yeah. stuff. Yeah, I agree. And I'm just like, all right, let's wrap it up, wrap it up, yeah, wrap it up, wrap it up. Because then you know, like, there's another part after that. And it's yeah, like, okay, I've been here for a little. Uh, I think it's somewhere around the I'm not leaving part. I think right, right after right. that, it's, it's like, all right, you need to get out. <laughs> but that's yeah. but um, yeah. I do feel like it's kind of. Rem, you know, it shows a little bit more of, you know, just Scorsese's style. I mean, even mm-hmm. in The Irishman, I don't know, you said you didn't see that. I, I saw a little bit of it. It's I, it's long. It's a long one. But, yeah, so I think that it still shows that he refuses to edit. 
He just keeps in one shot. Yep. As much as possible. Yeah. So, um, where are we at on our list? I think. Okay, we're... so we're on number three. So yeah. So finally, I the, Jay, I answer the field. Um, number three, and again, this was just off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. Not, maybe like. Ten minutes of research. Yeah, I told Jay we were doing this ten minutes into him walking in. <laughs> uh, Joker. Oh! At number three. Joker um, at number three. So Joaquin Phoenix. Is the, so you're talking about 2019's Joker taught with Todd Phillips yes. directing. From yes. The Hangover. From The Hangover? Oh, he directed The Hangover. He directed all three of them. <laughs> really? Yeah. Interesting sh- that he shifted his uh, direction to other kinds of... Uh, movies yeah what uh what made you choose that so joker although it's not what i thought it was gonna be walking in for sure i thought it was gonna be a little bit different more of like the dark knight joker not so much suicide squad mm-hmm. um but i like the the twist at the end the fact that he's showing like the development of a of how people go crazy because uh, because of the experiences that other like the world in general treats them so um very heartfelt very genuine mm-hmm. performance by him and i think they're making a sequel they're starting on a sequel right i i mean the this movie made a billion dollars and by the way this was on my top of 2019 a billion dollars a billion that is insane yeah so um and it's one of the cheapest movies to quote unquote cheapest mm-hmm. movies to do it because most superhero movies are around 100 million this was around 40 i think or 50 for the low uh yeah so it was they, big return they did it on like a high budget comedy uh like budget mm-hmm. so um mm-hmm. i agree did you my 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 issues with joker only were that i felt the the call to saying that you know mental health needed to be reconstructed or is that what the reaction was well i felt that that the message the message was so muddled yeah it kind of wasn't clear that was my problem i thought the visuals the acting all of that direction all of was excellent it needed just one or two more lines that said you know yeah we really need some help over here yeah you know kind of leaves it up to the audience to decide for me it's too vague to say that that's what we should look at but maybe there's no message maybe there's no message i don't i don't i want to say it's not so much of there's a mental health issue because there is but i think it's more of like how society should not act Mm -hmm. you know maybe changing like the broader viewpoint yeah i felt i felt the movie just said it's society's fault but not like how can we fix it or anything like that? Yeah, that is awesome. It didn't present any... All it did was point the finger, yeah. I guess. But <clears throat> I guess maybe in the sequel... Yeah, they have they the, plenty of opportunity. A, yeah, there's a build-up of what the Joker does because now he's, like, praised mm-hmm. in the end of it, which is really ironic that that happened. But but we don't know what happened the real, real end. So but the we'll real, keep, real we'll, end, we'll, we'll, exactly. We'll keep that as a spoiler. Uh, uh, we don't know what happens in the real life. I yeah. apologize. No spoilers. No, no spoilers. No spoilers. Um, but that is that was number three for for me. What was number three? Um, so let's do my number three. I don't know if you saw this movie. Let me yeah, see. 
Directed by Lee Unkirk and Adrian Molina. <clears throat> Number two. I mean three, I'm sorry. <laughs> Jay trying to get out of here. We're skipping ahead. Yeah. Uh, number three. My number three is Coco 2017. Ooh, no, you uh, didn't. You know what? That was a runner-up. What? What? Because I I what? just thought of it. Yeah, after I three. after I said it, yes, right? Yes. Yeah, I just thought it. I didn't want to tell you anymore because I knew you'd be like, "Oh, I like that." No, but that's a I great like movie. That. I've seen it. I've I seen like it. this one. I've seen it, and it's a great movie. Coco gave me one of the strongest emotional reactions I've ever had in a theater, bruh. I've never just been a slobbering mess at the end of a movie. Um, I will be honest. I I try to help you know hold the tear, but you, you with that movie, it is just like you gotta you just go with it. And I agree with you hundred percent. That was a very moving movie. Very great writing, great story. Yeah, it's uh, it's one of those movies that is so touching on a level that I can only watch it when I'm in a good emotional state because <laughs> <laughs> I know it's gonna just wreck me. And I mean, there's a good message at the end. Yeah, yeah, but and it, the, it's it's crazy how it gets there. And the animation as well. Whew. They all do themselves every year, I think, with the animation. Right, the animation was uh, beautiful. Uh, on top of that, uh, being another <clears throat> Latino American, um, a represent it felt unusually beautiful to watch something that represented some someone that looked somewhat resembled me right or you right or more representative yeah 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 uh you know i had dark hair and brown eyes instead of anything else yeah. you know i i feel like i had never seen it on screen and backed by by disney right right a big powerhouse in the industry and so give us some more of you know right representation and i think i think i think that's the trend and um they killed it with with coco i mean just i think it was a pixar yeah it was pixar but i mean disney owns pixar yeah but it's slightly. I think it's a s- separate entity, a little bit. Yeah, it's an entity. But yeah, I, I think it. Yeah, it's you're, their right, animation. You're right, you're right. I mean, originally it was Pixar. Mm-hmm. Either way, it's still beautiful. Great, All right, great movie. Jay's okay, number two. Number two. Um, people are gonna be like, "What are you oh, talking about?" Oh God! But uh, American Hustle Ooh. coming in at number two. Best of the decade, Jay? Well, again... I'm not here to judge. These are off the dome. I'm not here to judge. I got more to watch. That's the thing. <laughs> Let me set the record straight. Directed by David O. Russell. Mm-hmm. Written by Eric Warren, Singer, and David O. Russell. Mm-hmm. I believe that... Is it based off a book as well, maybe? I don't I don't remember I'm exactly. not sure. But regardless, tell me why. American Hustle. American Hustle, uh, I think it's one of those classic, you know, crime-driven... How recent did you watch this? Oh, years ago. (laughs) When you just remembered that well? No, so, context, I looked at a list of, like, top 100s for the decade. Right. Just to get a sample of what's out. And I, I just felt that one stick out because... The story is very good, but it's also like oh, it's, very human. It's based off a real FBI operation. Yeah. Okay. I'm a little. I like some of the criminal 
you know, law enforcement and stuff like that. It reminds me of uh, um, American Gangster. Those kind of stories where it's just like mm-hmm. the, the the cops are gonna based get, off a true story, but they're like the cops or, are gonna get you. You know, you're eventually gonna get caught, kind of thing. Kind of loosely based. Uh, loosely based. But I think I think it was just good acting too. Um, the plot twist in the end. Um, you see, I remember watching this in theaters, and thinking, the only thing I can remember from that movie is, wow, Christian Bale can be anything. Oh yeah. And that was his real stomach. <laughs> was it really? <laughs> yes, he he gets he he gains forty pounds for oh, his roles. Wow. And will drop sixty for the next one. He's fucking insane. But he's I think a monster. I think he uh, yeah he's a freak. Uh, <laughs> the last role he did was Dick Cheney, and he had to gain like I don't know, let's just say fifty pounds. And his doctor said this is the last time he can do that. <laughs> You can't do. You can't, can't be gaining weight like that. Gaining and dropping weight like exponentially. I like. I don't even know what this guy does. Like <laughs> I heard that he like smokes cigarettes or something like that, and that's it. Like to eat. <laughs> like that's it. Oh my god. <clears throat> um, isn't Brad Bradley Bradley Cooper in it as well? Uh, Bradley Cooper is in it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's uh, Brad. It's got a, a stellar cast. Yeah, very uh, good cast. Christian Bale, Bradley Cooper. Um. What's Jennifer Lawrence, Amy Adams, and uh, what's his name? Hawkeye. Hawkeye. He's yeah. the main main investigator, right? Yeah. Jamie Renner. Jesus, mm-hmm. couldn't, couldn't remember his name. Okay, so. All right, so you're number two. Let me hear Number two. Let me see All right, well, got rolling. I don't mean to blow the American hustle out of water, but. Oh. <clears throat> if we had playing cards, if this was like Yu-Gi-Oh or something like that, I think I might. What is your number two? Let's hear it. Number two. My, I'm playing the card, the movie, directed by George Miller, 2015's Mad Max Fury Road. Interesting. Yeah. I have not seen this movie. What? 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 <laughs> that is why American Hustle is number two on your list, Jay. I'm telling you. <laughs> I have more movies to watch at the end of this podcast. Jay. Jay. So anyways, God, we both knew this. Um, dang it, Jay. Tell me about. Did not both know how <laughs> tell bad me it was about going to be. Mad Max. Oh my gosh. Uh, you made me spill my drink, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh, you're lucky. All right. Uh, <laughs> I cannot believe you hadn't seen Mad Max Fury Road. So do you know anything about Mad Max? No. Well, to be honest... I don't really know anything about Mad Max. I had seen glimpses of the first two, <clears throat> two or three, I think, that happened with Mel Gibson at the beginning, mm-hmm. or in the 80s or whenever. Yeah. Um, those are unimportant. You don't really need to know anything about okay. those. Just turn on Mad Max Fury Road and strap yourself in and prepare <laughs> to have your mind blown. Love it. It is... It's a fucking ride. It's like the third act of every amazing action movie you've ever seen mm-hmm. for an hour. Two hours. Amazing. It, and it sustains every second of it. It's fucking Tom Hardy as Mad Max. Tom Hardy, great actor. And it's 
one thing about it that I think you might find a little bit more uh, interesting about it mm-hmm. is it's kind of like a hidden, uh, powerful feminine message as well. Really? With Charlize Theron uh, leading it. Mm-hmm. Or like a feminist movement. Mm-hmm. And I do feel like Mad Max <clears throat> deserves a place on my top ten as number two because it's representative of the female culture that is becoming mm-hmm. much more powerful and prevalent mm-hmm. within our culture with good reason, you know? Yeah. I'm not saying, oh, this, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. not saying this bad. Totally. I'm just saying I'm glad that's happening. And right. Charlize Theron on the big screen is something to represent that. Mm-hmm. And she is a badass independent female. Mm-hmm. And I don't really want to say too many things about her attributes because I'd kind of like to keep in, you know, plot things hidden about her. But to be honest, there is not much about the plot you need to know. It's just, it's An fucking go. Packed. It's fucking everybody's chasing Max. Gotcha. It's everybody goes, you know, it's everyone's Furious. going. Yeah, it's Fury Road. Fury. And it's a fucking, everyone's racing. And there's a fucking guy with a guitar that has fucking flames coming out of it. I mean, you've seen the commercials. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, what is going on in this thing? Holy cow. It's like fucking Cirque du Soleil on meth <laughs> in the middle of the apocalypse. Interesting. So that's basically how I can describe it, and it's fucking awesome. And it's... I recommend. Highly recommend. Dude, it's number two. I It's it's probably top 30 of my all movies of all time. Wow. So within the te- you know top 10, you know, last 10 years, mm-hmm. absolutely. Mm-hmm. It's uh, the way it's shot. It They don't use tons of uh special effects they use real effects they use fucking real people are flying off of these cars it looks like people actually died making this <laughs> shit like holy <laughs> shit yeah so okay yeah. interesting i'll have to watch that now okay all right so dun, 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 dun. here we go dun, 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 dun. again haters, dun, dun, haters dun, will hate it's okay uh, number one will have to be. Jay's this is subject one. to change. Inception. Oh, buddy. <laughs> oh, buddy. On the number one. Oh, buddy. With the first pick. Jay, have you been peeking at my list? No, I have not. Jay. Is that your number That's one? That's my number one of the decade. Hey, well, we at least agreed, put it right there. We at least agreed on, on the number one. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. That's all I got to say is I was kind of dancing around Interstellar earlier about some of his previous uh, achievements. I mean, mm-hmm. everyone knows Dark Knight. and oh. um, I, I didn't think Dark Knight Rises was nearly as good, but Dark Knight is a fucking amazing. The Prestige... The what is it? Uh, Memento, yeah, all amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I didn't want to say Inception because it was my number one. Mm. And mm. Inception, why? Tell me first, why is it your number one? I mean, there's a lot that goes on in that movie. <laughs> there's a lot. That goes, <laughs> you think? I mean, you're based. I think everyone's seen it, but I think I think you're basically like mind effed, and it's amazing. But at the same time. Again, the story is very, very well done. You have my boy Leo. 
Right. And, uh, yeah, it's just one of those that you can watch again and again. And it'll get you every time. It'll get you every time. <laughs> I'm very well said. Very mm-hmm. well said. So, Inception, I believe it's written and directed by Christopher Nolan. Mm-hmm. I'll have this up in two seconds to mm-hmm. confirm everything, obviously. Okay, so, Christopher Nolan. Yes. Written and directed. Does it again. By him. Inception. A thief who steals corporate secrets through the use of dream-sharing technology is given the inverse task of planting an idea into the mind of a CEO. So it's like, what the fuck? It's like, what did I just read in the synopsis? When you were going to see this, did you know what it was about? No. I don't think I knew it was about either, because I remember like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, in the in the trailer, you're like... It's like... Kind of like... Can't not able to keep up, especially, with the, especially with the city moving and uh, rolling over itself. In the bar. <laughs> it was like the fucking, from the visuals to the score to the actors. I mean, we had Leo and Tom and Joseph Gordon Levitt and uh, Ellen Page. It was fucking stellar. I mean, you know, they just knocked it fucking, out. With that. I want them in any other. Why can't we have. Easily. They could have easily had another inception. Oh yeah, it could keep going. But I'm glad they didn't. Leave it where it's at. Um money it, it gets confusing if you keep going more. You know, I think they <laughs> left it perfectly but, enough for um everyone to kind of understand but get yucked. <laughs> at the I, same time. Yeah, and not to say they do or don't. We don't know. I don't want to give away too much what happens at the in Inception. Right, right, right. But um I will say Inception is one of those movies that, from all angles, is a cinematic achievement that has absolutely landed its place on one of the best movies of all times. I know that there are uh, homages in this movie to older cinematic movies that I can't... Yeah, like specifically the hallway scene. Yeah. I believe that was actually done in an earlier movie, like... I, and I had never heard of it or seen it. I don't recall which exactly movie it is, but there's scenes in this movie that are uh, replicated from older movies, just as you know, tons of other movies are. You know, Tarantino straight lifts I like scenes, that. but I like that. Um, Did do that. Yeah, I like it too. And it's it, in this movie, it was subtle enough that, and I was young enough, I hadn't seen any of those mm-hmm. movies or heard of them. Mm-hmm. But um, Inception presents ideas unlike any other movie I'd ever seen. I don't think any movie has done what they've done never even heard of the word inception before (laughs) i mean he he basically created a new term in the dictionary for me personally there you go you know i mean just that alone should be worth the ticket price but uh yeah just the places you travel within that movie by the way if you listen to this you know as soon as this comes out, I know it's available on Netflix at you at least in the U.S. It still is actually. Okay, good because I'm about to I'm about to like I want to try. I recently I'm wanna, about to do the same. I'm thing. about to <laughs> myself. <laughs> I shot myself in real yeah, quick. Yeah, the uh, the score. I mean, the score is like nothing else you're gonna hear on yeah. any of great music. Uh, great per- uh, soundtrack. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Anything it's else? a great it's a great movie and. Like I said, you can always watch it again and again. I'd say the posters are killer too. The posters are sick. I, yeah. I do like it. 
Um, I think it just says everything about the whole movie. I mean, it's, you know, it kind of shows, you know, just the dream, quote-unquote, dream world. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I, the more I think about it, I did see the trailers, but I feel like they told you nothing. Again, I just yeah. remember it was just like collapsing. I remember seeing the trailers like too. Like though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like a bunch of yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, so that's it. That's number one, Inception. Uh, anything else? Last last thoughts? Yeah, dude. On I, the decade, dude. Uh, I think that we've pretty much. Uh, oh, you getting stretches in over there on the roll out? Got yeah, you got to roll. You about to roll out? I see what you mean. No, um, I'm not. Oh, yeah, you, muscle. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so anyways, we covered, you know, I, I personally looked at probably over 500 different movies, um, a list, you know, most of which you've seen. Yeah. The majority of which I had seen. Um, I'd say a couple of the years were, you know, not as hot. I think it was 2013 was one of the hot years and 2014 was one of the not so hot years. Mm -hmm. Um, I did notice I had a lot of overlap with some of my movies regarding, uh, <clears throat> characters and uh, just a story and original concept. Like none of none of mine are number two, except maybe it is sort of a number two, I guess. Mm-hmm. It, but it's more of a reboot. <clears throat> but all of them are original concepts. All of them have uh, really thoughtful ideas. Um, some maybe a little bit heavy-handed or more heavy-handed than others. Mm-hmm. Um, but if I was handed this, I would, and had never seen any of these movies on there, I'd literally be like, holy shit. Like, I, it, it's like a gold <laughs> mine of, like, mind-blowing shit that you're about to watch. Oof. I'm and, excited. Yeah. So I'm excited. I, I'm, I, I hope you at least check out a couple of these movies. Maybe at least, if you just watch one of them, you'll see that it, you know, changed perspective on everything. Exactly. You see one of these movies, yeah. it's going to be well worth it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So, um, Jay, thank you for dropping by and uh, giving us your top three. Always a pleasure. And I don't mean to, you know, diminish your your uh, your quick put out of the, the top three. Sometimes you got limited time, and you... but you did excellent. I'll tell you, you did excellent. But yeah, that anytime, anytime, yeah. uh, Elias. You already know what it is. What it is. What it is. What it ain't. What it is. What it. Is. Oh. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thank you for listening to the Look It All podcast. Please check out all of the social media links Mm -hmm. available in the description below. Mm -hmm. You can find you can find us at uh, where the hell can you find us? Oh, (laughs) Uh, comments, questions, concerns. Email the Look It All podcast at gmail.com. Twitter at Look It All podcast. Facebook, Twitch, Instagram, YouTube. Links are down below. Jay, if you got like a hundred bucks, you want to just donate to the podcast, you know, casually or um, like, can I pay you in the future? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You can pay us at <laughs> paypal.me slash the look at all podcast. You guys take Apple Pay? Oh yeah, absolutely. We'll, t- okay. we'll, we'll take cash, check, cash, <laughs> cash, yeah. PayPal, you know, Venmo. We got it all. We we, got it you all. just, you just let us know how we can accept your money and <laughs> we will. And, donate to Lucky Dog. Yeah podcast yes thank you it keeps the stream going uh you know keeping our podcast online is not cheap Mm-mm. so Mm-mm. um i know that's that, right that would definitely help how's the cast feel after that stretch amazing oh there you go there you go jay thank you for dropping by thank you for having we me. couldn't do it without you 
Yes, sir. Thank you for listening to the Lucked Out Podcast. Hope you have a good 2020, and everyone in the world, I hope you're safe and sound. I know Australia's uh, burning, and we need to do whatever we can do to Definitely help, help them out. You know, I'm not going to put a link or anything like that, but you know, do a little bit of research and do what you can to help send some uh, send what you can to Australia. So, mm-hmm. um, thank you for uh, listening to the Lucked Out Podcast, watching whatever you're doing. And, uh, yeah, take it easy. Take it easy.